I just really want to show that there's ways that you can make this, um, you can make yourself feel better. The gratification of, you know, picking that pepper or tomato off the, off the stem or the vine and eating it. There's, there's nothing like it, truly. So I want to spread that joy and that love for gardening. This is Community Dialogues, a program for frank discussions about race, racism, and racial justice. I'm Rebecca Gutierrez. On today's episode, I'm joined by Aljo, who created the web series Aljo's Quarantine Gardening. The series teaches people how to garden as a way to provide communities of color with autonomy over their food production, combat food insecurity, and provide people with a positive outlet to deal with everyday stress. Aljo, thank you so much for joining me today. I'm really looking forward to speaking with you. Rebecca, I'm thrilled to be here. Thanks for your for your invitation. And I can't wait to talk more about what I'm doing with Aljo Gardening. So what inspired you to create Aljo Gardening in this current moment in particular? Sure, sure. So I want to go back to, I'll set this up and say, you know, 2020, what a year, right? I mean, let's be honest, finding serenity and mental peace. It's been challenging since the COVID-19 pandemic. Um, you know, I, I remember watching the NBA game that essentially shut down mid game and some bef- like right as fans were entering and just not knowing what was coming next, you know, all the news networks and all these different shows shutting down and sports league shutting down. And I was like, this is crazy. Right. Um, you know, seeing it, it, it overseas first, and then it came here finally, but basically I've been very blessed since the whole outbreak happened to, uh, be, be living at home. Um, I, I work at, at BET networks, uh, as my, my day job. And, Um, So I I live in New Jersey. I was actually living in New York at the time, um, but I moved back, you know, for COVID. And, um, you know, once things shut down in March, when everything started closing and spring rolled around, I, you know, we started to realize this, this virus was not going anywhere. So I decided to, well, first of all, before I decided to do anything, the world decided that anxiety was coming here, right? So we're, I was anxious as heck. Um, I just I didn't like how nervous I was about what was going on, how anxious I felt, you know, how much I felt like I was putting my life on the line when I was going outside and, you know, I have to wear a mask. There's no, we, we didn't have any answers, right? So what I wanted to do was basically ease my mind, find something that would give me some kind of serenity and allow me to also feel gratified at the same time. You know, being stuck in, in one place for a long time is very, it's not easy, right? So I really wanted to go back to my roots. Um, and one of the things that I did in high school, um, because I am in some ways a glutton, I love eating. So I, I was drawn to, I need to make some pesto sauce, right? I always love pesto sauce in times of dire, you know, in dire times. So I said, well, I don't want to spend $20 at the grocery store getting a pesto that I'll use in maybe one meal for six or five. And then that's it, right? I wanted to have an endless supply. So I started growing basil. Um, that's something I did in high school. So when the, the COVID pandemic happened and I moved back to my parents house in New Jersey you know they have a backyard and so and a bunch of containers I was like all right I can finally get back to my gardening roots um and to fast forward a little bit I was addicted to gardening right the, one of the best addictions you can have um it, it was a 30 minute a day hobby that it quickly transformed into something so much greater you know it not only filled my stomach but it also filled my spirit with a passion and it became a source of therapy during such a grim time of basically, you know, and frankly, all of our lives across the world. So what I really learned is I started using every pot in the shed, um, a bunch of different containers that I have called earth boxes, who I eventually ended up partnering with as I created my web series. But um, I decided to 
as I was inspired and using every pot in the shed, going to the nursery every weekend, um, I decided to grow, uh, sp basically spread the love for my growth of plants, vegetables, food. Basically, I wanted people to start their own gardens. I wanted to share my passion with everyone and show that, you know, this is something that, sure, like I have a natural green thumb, thumb maybe, but do I? Because all I did really was research and, you know, just have some patience. You know, that's really all it takes. Basically, my goal in creating Aljo Gardening as a platform and my web series, Aljo's Quarantine Gardening, it's to show that we can make the, the most out of the little that we have and inform people and inspire people during this time of uncertainty and anxiety that, you know, whether you have a massive backyard or even just a small window in an apartment, um, you can grow your own organic food and take control of your diet at such a fraction of the price than you would pay at the grocery store. So there's so many benefits. There's so many great things you can you can grow. Um, you can grow one thing, an herb that's pretty easy, you know, minimal pests, or you can challenge yourself and really start from seed and ha transform your whole backyard or your whole windowsill into a, you know, a small garden. So I just really want to show that there's ways that you can make this um, you can make yourself feel better. The gratification of, you know, picking that pepper or tomato off the, off the stem or the vine and eating it. There's, there's nothing like it, truly. So I want to spread that joy and that love for gardening. So I know that one of the main ways that you do that is with your web series. Could you tell me a little bit more about it? Sure, sure. It, was, it started off very simply. It, it was a very simple concept at the start of um, the quarantine. I basically wanted to just document my journey. Um, and so, you know, I had a bunch of different types of plants that I was growing. Um, and so now, what, what basically came of it was an eight episode series that basically documented, um, you know, things that I was growing, um, challenges I was running into, tips and tricks on how I overcame those or things that I might have messed up and, and ways to improve it and what I've learned from it. Um, you know, so, for example, it starts with zucchini, which goes great and then a horrible horrible pest comes and like ruins the entire plant and kills it from the inside it's tragic it's a love story um like all love stories um but you know then there's like container gardening you know a diy solution to uh you know growing your own food and food insecurity in general um as well as ways that i've reused um different inside you know containers i use from food and and beverages to grow food in those um you know other other types of um, vegetables that I grow and, and cover in my series are cauliflower, you know, and blanching techniques behind it, corn, habanero peppers. Um, I grow a Thai chili pepper in a wine bottle. Um, there's lots of exciting content and I'm really excited because I format it in a way that is extremely, um, you know, just entertaining. It's very lighthearted. It's supposed to spread my infectious passion and just show that there's fun and all this, you know, work. It's not work. It's, it's an experience and it's, it's centering yourself. And so, you know, it's kind of like a vlog style in which you're witnessing me go through these different things, but you know, the editing, I've, I've recruited so many different um, super talented, uh, you know, individuals who have helped me create this, this project. And it's, it's really, you know, I, I started and I crowdfunded on Indiegogo. So um, I raised almost a uh, little bit over $10,000 to create this project, um, which was epic because I was able to get a, wor a world-class crew of, you know, graphic designers, editors, uh, marketers. Um, I have so many talented people that I've been, I've been working with to bring my project to fruition. And the reception has been incredible. People are loving it, getting really inspired. And I'm inspired myself to keep spreading the message. Um, so the series is fun. I got a little fun rap in the beginning, um, you know, to just set the scene for, for what it is and, and my growing. Um, and, and hopefully, you know, through this, people will become inspired and start their own gardens and, you know, 
disengage and create a community around it. And, and more importantly, um, you know, get some more black people um, like myself to grow. Um, this is something that our ancestors did. Um, frankly, all of us, no matter what your color or race is, like we've all started at a place where we can grow. So why not get back in the ground? Um, but more importantly, I want to show that this is something that can be done on a larger scale or even on a small scale to, um, you know, as a solution to food insecurity. So through that, Aljo's Quarantine Gardening, the web series exists and uh, it's exciting stuff. So I know one of your other inspirations to create the series was to combat food deserts and communities of color and other underserved communities. What is a food desert and how are you hoping that your work fights back against them? What I've heard uh, or what I learned, what I was taught was that a food desert was kind of the, just this phenomenon that happened, you know, mostly in, in black communities, uh, you know, communities of color in urban city areas. And basically it meant that fresh, affordable produce either was extremely limited um, in terms of the types of varieties of certain things or in the amount of distance you have, you can get, uh, you have to travel to get to that fresh produce, right? If it's past a certain distance, um, then it is considered a food desert. So there's not many options. There's more, um, you know, fast food chains and uh, high sodium type restaurants available. Um, so I was always intrigued by this idea, but I soon as I was doing my research and thinking about, you know, wow, the, the limitless potential we can have just by growing our own food in our own house or apartments, um, that could be a way to combat this, right? But then I started realizing this is not just a phenomenon. This is actually like a very deeply rooted systemic issue among just the way that food is produced, you know, the food system in general. Um, I, was, I was extremely inspired by the work of uh, Karen Washington of Rise and Root Farm. Um, she's actually a food justice pioneer. And she coined the term um, food apartheid, right, which is a little bit more um, specific. Uh, she said in an article, quote, when we say food apartheid, that's when the real conversation can begin, can begin end quote. And so to me, it seems like, you know, the word food desert kind of sugarcoats what the problem is. So food apartheid, you know, on the other hand, more specifically and more correctly, is the ge geographic distribution of increased barriers to food access. And it's not explained by a community's lack of initiative or um, it's not a phenomenon, right? It, it is the continued legacy of racially discriminatory economic and political structures. Um, if you don't believe me, the, there's a fact. Uh, the 2020 USDA reports that 95% of farmland is owned by white people, which corporations are becoming a increasingly large share, which is another problem. But, uh, you know, improving nutritional equality and reducing food apartheid in the U.S., it, it requires us to address the root causes of food injustice, which it's tough to, right? Especially when so many people who are growing the food are not the people who need the food or are lacking the food, right? So on an individual level, I feel like I can make an impact by inspiring each of us to grow and, and you know, plant and grow our own food and learn how to be more sustainable on a household level, on an individual level. And what about food insecurity? What is it and how does your work help to combat it? Absolutely. So according to Feeding America, food insecurity has reached a level that we haven't seen since the Great Depression. It might have improved recently as things are, you know, the vaccines rolling out, things are getting more back to normal. But at the height of the pandemic, I guess like, I guess winter, right, of 2020, late 2020 was probably the worst. Um, the economy was down, jobs were down, homelessness was up, uh, food insecurity is up, right? So food insecurity is this idea that 
people can't guarantee food, right? They don't know where the money is coming from sometimes. Um, obviously, lack of job due to the pandemic means that you can't necessarily buy food and you either have to skip a meal or maybe substitute a meal or eat something. Basically, you're not, you're not eating the right nutrients that you need to you know, just be healthy, right? So this is a huge problem. Again, another thing that I feel like gardening and growing from home can address. Of course, you can't just expect someone who may not even know how to get food or have the ability to get food, to purchase food, to have the ability to purchase all the materials needed to grow things, right? So my project is, um, you know, I want to address both food, uh, food insecurity and food apartheid because I feel like gardening addresses both of these solutions. And one of the big initiatives that I'm doing um, with Algo Gardening, aside from my web series, is um, I actually partnered with, while I was crowdfunding, Earthbox, which they create these really cool, innovative containers that are, make it super easy to grow. You know, the fertilizer you put inside, it's, it's, it's flawless, truly. Like, I've, I've never gotten purpose the way that I've gotten with Earthbox. But my point is, I've partnered with these guys to make an incredible initiative that actually, um, so they donated five different earth boxes and for my crowdfunding campaign. And as each one of them were claimed through my website, the crowdfunding site, Earthbox agreed um, to donate those to a family who was interested in taking steps towards food security or towards food ownership away from food insecurity, right? So I actually am um, very soon um, I'm actually going to, I partnered with New Brunswick Tomorrow, a local New Jersey community organization that looks to improve New Brunswick, uh, which is by Rutgers University. Um, and I'm partnering with them to identify families who um, are interested in growing what they eat. So through that, Earthbox is also throwing in some, some seeds, some potting mix, and I'm going to make the, the deliveries and be there as a, as a resource. And so through this initiative, I'm hoping, you know, this is one small, impactful way to get you know, growing power in the hands of, of families who need it the most and at no cost, you know, no expense to them. So little things like this, I feel like can make such a huge difference in the culture and the way we think about food. Um, you know, we rely on grocery stores so much, but we can grow from home and, uh, you know, have a social impact at the same time. So if people want to learn more about your projects and maybe watch your web series, where can they do that? Yeah, so you can check out my web series, Al Joe's Quarantine Gardening on YouTube. Just search Al Joe Gardening or Quarantine Gardening, Al Joe's Quarantine Gardening. Um, also on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, at Al Joe Gardening, A-L-J-O Gardening. Oh, don't forget, visit the aljogardening.com website where you can see a little bit more about what I'm doing, about the content I'm creating, the impact I'm trying to have plus some a couple of blog articles here and there that might inspire you. Um, but most importantly, and most exciting to me, a store where I'm selling a merchandise soon to come that will benefit those affected by food insecurity and food apartheid. So really excited for the impact that I can have. Justice first, social second. Aljo, thank you so much for speaking with me today. I really appreciate it. Thanks, Rebecca. It's exciting to be here, um, to be talking to you excited for everyone to hear and uh, to meet me. That was Community Dialogues with Aljo of Aljo's Quarantine Gardening. Our music is courtesy of bensound.com. Thank you for listening.